Hello, and this is Sean Smith, and this is KLE Podcast. Welcome to Wednesday, another Wednesday, halfway through the week. And uh, we are looking at uh, kingdom leadership, equipping, equipping your mindset for a whole new way of seeing leadership and a whole new way of leading in your leadership role. You know, the thing about it is, is that it doesn't matter where you come from or, or where you are or what leadership you're involved in, um, whether it's to be you know, responsible for an organization or responsible for a ministry or responsible for a business or just responsible for somebody's life, like your children, um, your home. You, you know, maybe you're in charge of a department. Maybe you're in charge of a cubicle. Wherever you are, you are a leader and you need to be a kingdom leader. That's my goal and my passion is to see you becoming a kingdom leader, a kingdom leader with a new mindset, a new way of thinking. It's actually not new. It's always been, but it's something new. Somebody gave me a great scripture um, yesterday or afternoon. Um, let me just find it for you. It's in um, Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 15, I think 14. 14 says, I know that everything God does will remain forever. There is nothing to add to it, and there is nothing to take from it. For God has so worked that men should fear him. Verse 15, that which is has been already, and that which has already been, for God seeks what has passed by. So verse 15, that which is has been already, and that which will be has already been. So that that is important. I, this morning I was busy with interviewing on a on one a podcast to come up, and um, what struck me here was I, I was looking at some scripture while we were busy, and Ephesians chapter four verse twenty three came up, and it said, "And that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind." I you know I, I spoke about this. The other day, it might have been yesterday, I can't remember. But anyway, uh, I've got like two podcast blogs. <laughs> I've got so much going on, live videos. Anyway, so renewed and the word re is to redo it, you know. So new plus re means to re-take it back to its place of newness. In fact, the Greek word, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that because... Yeah, it's uh, it's something like ananaeo, which which means no is the way you think, and so it's um, it the, the it means to renovate, reform, and renew. So it's to re renovate, re renovate. Okay, so um, renovate is to bring it back, to restore it, uh, to take it back to its original form, to make it new again. Isn't that amazing? It's like our thinking has to be renewed. And so that is how we need to be with our thinking when it comes to kingdom leadership. Kingdom leadership is a mindset. It's it, 
Listen, the kingdom of God is a real thing. It's not of this dimension. It's a spiritual dimension. It's it, Jesus said to Pilate, he said, my kingdom is not of this realm. I am a king, but not of this realm. My kingdom is not of this dimension, not of this realm. He was talking about a spiritual realm. You see, the spirit realm is more real than the physical realm because that is from the kingdom from heaven. And that's why Jesus called it the kingdom of heaven. And he called so it's the the that's what it represents. The place it represents is heaven. But the kingdom of God is who who you representing? Who is the governor? Who rules in this kingdom? And that's the kingdom of God. So when you when in our leadership is it's a new mindset, it's a new paradigm. Simply because we've got to break away from the old ways of thinking. And, and the old ways is not from God's ways, not from Jesus' ways. It's just from our from our religious institutionalized thinking and specifically when it comes to leadership. Oh, my word, we are so stuck in Jurassic thinking is we, we're trying to implement old models that don't work. It's never worked, but we want to make it work now. We're still trying to make it work now. We're still trying to engage, equip, and empower in an old model. And I'm telling you, the 3E strategy of equip, uh, of engage, equip, and empower is a, is a totally new approach. Not new in the sense that it's never been. It has been. Jesus did it. If you go look at his life, you'll see the three E strategy, man. You'll see how he took 12 guys and turned their lives around and invested into them so that they could carry the message. If they didn't get it, if he didn't do the job right, they would never be able to carry it out. But Jesus is the leader. I'm telling you, the greatest leader that ever walked the face of the earth. And he... Bring, he brought kingdom to the earth. He was the governor. He was the representative. And he um, showed them and taught them and mentored them in kingdom living, kingdom thinking. So the whole approach is, is to bring, give you a new mindset. And that mindset is to renew your mind in, in the spirit of your mind so that you come back to uh, doing it the way the the way the kingdom, the kingdom way, or the way the kingdom uh, dictates, the, or the or the policy, or the constitution of the kingdom of God. Okay, so that was just by <laughs> by way of introduction. I wanted to just I, I, I love to emphasize that because what I want is if you're in leadership, if you're in life, you want to you want to grasp kingdom. You do not want to do it the church way or the religious way. You want to do it the kingdom way. And that is important. All right. So we're talking alignment. You know, that this is something that's always sort of grabbed me. It's something I'm passionate about is your alignment as a leader, how you align. And, and one of the first places you align is with the Spirit of God. You align with, with God's mandate, with God's constitution, with God's way of doing things. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing things, of his way of being right, and all these things shall be added unto you. So we've got to get back to being right. You know, there's so many leaders that I've come across that are imploding, frustration, uh, just, you know, not being able to, 
get into their groove, not getting into to what they're supposed to be doing. So many get off their mandate, get off what God called them to, off their passion, off the, the original originality of what God set for them. And, and what they do is that's when they start imploding. Imploding means they start getting off their conviction, off the things that they stood for, off their values, that they're off beat. They're not on beat. They're not aligned with what God set for them. And so what happens is um, they then start slipping into, and it's a slow fade. It's not an overnight thing. It's just, if you keep staying off beat, you know, instead of being on beat, you're staying off beat, you know, and then what happens is suddenly uh, now this frustration creeps in, this discontentment creeps in, the, the, the lines are blurred. Your area of responsibility is blurred and suddenly you start getting into frustration. You get anger and then seduction is easy. That's when, you know, adultery takes place. That's when, you know, flirtations take place. That's when, um, you know, affairs happen. That's when uh, theft happens. You know, it's, it's not, 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 not theft as in like robbing a bank, but just, you know, Taking what's not yours, you know, thinking that that you have a right to something that you don't have a right to. Um, it might be you start going into manipulation because now you've lost the sense of authority. And so you start going into manipulation. You start you, your frustration comes out in your relationships and how you treat people and how you treat customers and how you treat staff and how you treat you know, people around you. And and specifically when it comes to ministry, we've got to get it right in that, in that you know, that's the example. We're not a boss. The leaders in, in, in the ministry, in the churches are not bosses. Hello. We, we've got to get to this place where we get off this, this platform of our super spirituality and, and get down to down to earth, you know, get down to, um, we're not like super, super superiors to everybody else. I'm telling you, that doesn't work in the kingdom of God. Jesus never, ever, uh, ever allowed that, never. And so you've got to get back down to basics again in your leadership. Leadership is not about your power. It's about empowering others. Leadership is not about how many can serve you. It's about how many you can serve with your purpose and and with your gift, it's it's not about, you know, how many people you can get to follow you. This is not kingdom leadership. Le kingdom leadership is not how many followers, how many sons, how many churches you, you can get to be under you. Kingdom leadership is about how many people can you empower? How many people can you have an impact on so that they become, do the works that you do and greater works than you do they can do and so that is the thing how can how can you get more people in touch with the father how many people can you get um you know raised up into into their maturity of their sonship these are important points that we we need to recognize and alignment is very important you've got to get people you know you've got to get aligned you know i this is something i'm constantly monitoring in my own life before i do a podcast like when i do this podcast i'm sitting here for for an hour you know just aligning myself and saying is my message clear is what i want to say clear is do i am i 
totally convicted um, about what I'm going to say because I need to be clear on what I want to communicate. And it has to flow not from somebody else's message, not from somebody something I heard. Not it, it has to be clear from the conviction, from the mandate, from the from the the leadership that God's put into my life. I've got to align with that. You understand? And that's what you've got to align with constantly. So we, you know, what I love, what what my dream to do is, and what I love doing with leaders, the first thing I ask a leader is when they start complaining and telling me about the church and things that are going wrong or their business, and the first thing I ask is, what is your mandate? What is your mandate? And they go, huh? And I said, what is your mandate? What, 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 are you, what do you know you're supposed to be doing? Where's the company going? Are you in line with that? Are you aligned with what God has given you to do? First and foremost, are you, are you living that? Are you applying that? Are you living within those measures? Because if you're not, you're going to miss, you're going to miss things. You're going to get frustrated. You know, when I was pastoring, I would go and sit on a, on a, on a, um, a sand dune, <laughs> the back of the house, and I would look over the ocean, and I knew there was something that God wanted me to do, and I, I, I couldn't see it, I couldn't grasp it. The opportunity came once, I didn't take it because, you know, I, I, I was faithful to what I had to do as, as far as the, the church was concerned, as far as the pastoring was concerned, but I just, I knew there was something more that I had to do, and, um, yeah, and it was a long journey to to discover that. And I wish somebody had been able to help me get to that alignment, you know, find that, discover that, move in that direction. But, you know, there was nobody, nobody, nobody that I knew. Uh, no, there was nobody that actually could could work with me and help me process that. Everybody wanted to impose their ideas. Well, this is what I do, and this is my ministry, and so I'm not interested. I want. I'm trying to find what it is that I'm supposed to do. And it may not be like you or like everybody else for that matter. And so that was the challenge. And that may be your challenge, you know. So you've got to find that alignment. And, you, you know, if you're, if, if you're in, in a business leader, if you're a ministry leader and you're looking for alignment, hey, contact me. Get in touch with me. Go to my page. My, my business page is uh, Sean's Leadership uh, Mentoring, Sean's Leadership Mentoring on Facebook. And at the top right-hand corner, there's a book now, book appointment, um, book a place, and let's get on a call. Let's talk about it. Let's see what, where, let me see how I, how we can work together. Let's see how I can get you to the place where you, the foundation, you, you align, you get back to that place of peace and joy, and you get back to that place of of prospering, you know, just within yourself, not just money, man. It's not just about money. It's about getting it right so that you communicate a clear message. Your team knows where you're going. You know where you're going. You know, the, the your clients know where you're going. Everybody knows where you're going. You can hop on a call, talk to me, let me help you. Um, and let's talk about, about um, getting you uh, aligned. Let's get those foundational things aligned. I'm like the, as a leadership mentor, my thing is, Alignment, man. Alignment. We got to get aligned. We got to find the purpose. We got to find the 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 destination. We got to find the boundaries. We got to find the things that make you you. What makes you unique? Who are you? You know what are you? And that's uh, what do you do? That's what we got to look at. What do you need to focus on in the next? in the next 12 months to really begin to move this thing forward strategically. All right. So that's what you need to do. I, 
the other thing I want to talk about today is just your authority as a leader. I want to talk about your authority as a leader and 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 not not as a ministry leader. You understand, I'm not talking about everybody is a ministry leader for, as far as I'm concerned. That you need to understand is my philosophy. When it comes to kingdom, everybody is a ministry leader. Everybody, everybody needs to be out there and representing, reflecting, and bringing the gospel of the kingdom of God to uh, society, to their generation, to uh, to this culture, to their culture, wherever you are, in whichever nation you find yourself. This is critical. But I want you to understand: there's not one somebody who's got more authority than others. <laughs> we need to understand that there's none. Uh, you, oh man, I'm, I know this is going to sort of, uh, you know, deal with some sacred cows here, but hey, um, hang in there with me. All right. So the one thing that you need to understand, Ephesians chapter four says that God has given gifts, Doma gifts, D-O-M-A, Doma gifts. That's Mark, uh, Ephesians chapter four. And he says that he's given gifts and he gave some, verse 11, as apostles and some as prophets, some as evangelists, some as pastors and some as teachers. Now, then it says, for what? For the equipping of the saints for the work of service. Hello. Is that the giftings, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, are not some super spiritual, some exalted, superior people. Okay. We all have the anointing of God. That's what 1 John chapter 2 says. We all have the anointing. No, in the New Testament does it say anybody is more anointed than anybody else. That we need to understand. Some people just learn to walk in the authority that we have as believers more than others. Jesus said, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and earth. Go therefore and make disciples. That's what we call to do. Everybody. We, he has the authority. He gives us the authority. He delegates us authority and we walk in it. To the disciples, he said, I give you power and authority. Power is dunamis. And um, authority, exousia, uh, dynamis is the ability to do supernatural things and exousia is the right to do it. I say it like this. He gives us the right to exercise might or the right to apply might. Okay, so it's right and might. That's what we got to understand. So that's what we're talking about today. Now, who has the might and who has the right? Every single one. All of us, wherever you are, mom, dad, grandpa, grandma, young person, college student, school student, uh, man, wherever you are, in business, director, manager, cubicle man, whoever you are, you have the might and the right to do and ex walk in the authority and the power of the kingdom of God. All of you. You all have the right to make disciples. You all have the right to go and to take initiative to represent his kingdom. All of us. So, but what is what happens is we need the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to equip the saints. So who are they? The, the people that have governments, hegemahi, those that have rulership, those that have governorship, governorship. All right. Not superiority, but governorship is elders. Elders have the rule. OK, the elders have the government. 
always right through uh, right through the, uh, the um, from Moses time before Moses time elders sat at the gate you can find it with Boaz he submitted to the eldership um, the fact that he wanted to marry um, Ruth um, and so um, right back then even job spoke to the elders so you know and or job was one of the elders so eldership has always had that place god doesn't place all authority in one man ever moses had an eldership now you know he was the 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 state leader, if you may, you know, he was nearly like a state leader of the people of Israel representing God. But he, he had an eldership and and uh, and he, they had to prophesy. The spirit of prophecy came upon all of them. They could all prophesy. They all ministered within the house of God. And but that was then in the new covenant. Always, always. Paul calls Acts chapter 20. He doesn't call for the pastors of Ephesus. He calls for the Elders, that's right. He calls for the elders because they were the governing ones who shepherded the flock and who bishoped the flock. They, that's two, and we'll talk about that another time. They bishop and shepherded. So um, you need to catch Fridays uh, with Steve and I. We talk about building the church and we talk about, but I just wanted to share with you is that if we don't align ourselves with God's order, in alignment, if we don't align with God's order of things, that's when we get frustrated. That's when things don't work. And I'm telling you, this generation is not looking for something that doesn't work. They're looking for something that is cohesive, that is congruent, that has synergy, that has, you know, all those nice words. But really, they're looking for God. They're looking for the kingdom of God. They're looking for the rule of God. The Queen of Sheba went all the way to Solomon, King Solomon, not because he had money. She had money. She brought him money. But what she saw was his He's the way he had set up government and it and it impressed her. She was so impressed with what she saw in his governmental, his way of governing. And and that is what the world is looking for. They're not they they're tired of seeing church the way it is, this hierarchical structure. And you know, some super, super duper celebrities, you know, that that set the thing for everything. It these Everybody has authority. You understand. Everybody is believers, whether they're elders, whether whether there's no you know position in the church, or whether they are uh, um, um, equipping gifts. Everybody has believers' authority. Everybody can work walk in believers' authority. The apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers—they don't operate in that as ministry. That's not a ministry gift. That is a Equipping gift. Doma is an equipping gift. When when the when the apostle steps out of equipping and he goes out into and he does something out in in the world, he's operating in believers' authority with the, with the gifts with the with the power of the Holy Spirit and the authority of of the kingdom of God. That's what he's doing. Oh boy, I can hear you already. Listen, don't put down your stones. Take off my my name of the stones. Um, don't write me bad letters. Listen to me. You can go check it out in the Word of God. Everybody, everybody is believers. In Matthew twenty-three, Jesus said, "You're all brothers. <laughs> Nobody's to exalt himself above others." That's it. If you want to be great, you must be less. If you want to be first, you must be last. You know, today we, we you know, we we we're looking to worship people. 
And we've got to get off that off that hobby horse and get back down to worshiping God in, in, in spirit and in truth. We thank God for, for the eldership that we have that, that help govern and keep the order of God in the house. We thank God for the equipping, the equipping um, gifts that equip us. But when it comes down to ministering out, we all have the same authority. We all have the same authority. I'm going to say it again. We all have the same power, the same authority, same Holy Spirit, same authority. What makes one operate, you know, seemingly greater than anybody else? All they've done is they're walking in the in a greater dimension of that authority and power simply because they've spent more time meditating on it, more time uh, walking in it, implementing it, doing it uh, than anybody else. What makes anybody greater than you? Uh, that is it. And so I just want to encourage you to, today is that you... Um, are a believer, you have authority. If, if you're standing in business, you have power, you have authority, you have might, and you have the right because you are a believer, not because you're a deacon, a bishop, a pastor, uh, you know, anything, simply because you are a son of God. You're a believer and a follower of Jesus Christ. You're a son of God. You have, you've come into the family of God. You're a citizen of the kingdom of God. You have a right, a rightful place there. You have an inheritance and you can. That's where we need to get alignment with. We need to put this back into perspective. We need to get it back into alignment. We need to get those bones get them back into order, into God's order. And we need to align with that. When we align, listen, it's not easy. No leadership is easy. Nobody ever said it's going to be easy. But when you align, when you, it, it's hard, man. But when you make that adjustment and you align with him and you change that mindset, I'm telling you, <coughs> excuse me, Something begins to happen. Something begins to happen in your life, in your ministry, in your leadership. Something begins to happen. And if, if we are going to impact this generation, our culture, wherever you are, whatever your culture is, if you're going to impact them, you're going to have to change. You're going to have to change from an institutionalized religious mindset to a kingdom mindset. Go and check out the Word of God. Go and check it again. Don't listen and you know to to somebody who wrote a book on something. Don't I, books are good. You know I've spoke about that this morning. Um, but you know books are good. Yes, I'm not saying. But you know what we do is you know what the Chinese Christians said when they said when please send us Bibles. They said when you send us Bibles, don't send us your books because your books cause strife. Your books because they are walking in the order of God. They're not walking. They don't. They don't want to be uh, uh, um, <laughs> corrupted with everybody's little insight to what they have, and, and that revolutionized my life when I saw that. You know, and so I want to encourage you with that as well. Is that don't don't stick with an old mindset. Look at what the Word of God says and get in alignment with that. That's what you need to do. You need to get in alignment with the kingdom of God, aligned with what God is doing, God's way of doing things. That's what your leadership, that's what will make your leadership effective. That's where you'll have impact. Inspiration, influence, and impact, man. Get get the flow right. Get yourself adjusted 
into um, what what is God <laughs> right now? What is God right now in the Word of God? What is foundational? This is foundational stuff. This is not even this is not super revelation, people. This is this is not great theology, you know. But this is kingdom. This is what the kingdom of God is about. All right, love and appreciate you. Thank you for being with me. Hey, ju- book me for a call. Book me and I'll give you a call and we can talk about um, your alignment as a business leader. Uh, you know, are you on the money? And I'm not talking about money, money. I'm talking about are you in the groove? Are you in your area, your grace place? We'll talk about that maybe tomorrow. The grace place. <laughs> All right. Thanks for being with me. Have a super Wednesday. If you are on the other side of the world, you may be sleeping nearly into Thursday, but have a great one. Love and appreciate you. Thanks for being with me. Until tomorrow, this is Sean saying goodbye.